podcast listeners what is going on it's your boy matt baxter hanging out on another amazing amazing episode of the matt baxter show i am enjoying a fantastic podcast with the one and only bandit the rapper bandit the rapper and i met in uh at art basel in miami uh last year and uh we just had we just synced up uh had had you know a blast smack talk and i think we also spent a little bit of time in new york fashion week he had one of the most uh, amazing light up bright outfits i've ever seen uh he's known for having uh, lime green hair purple hair just all over the place but most importantly he is just an amazing guy uh this is one of like i haven't had a whole lot of musicians uh as guests on my podcast and it was awesome to hear for a guy who's from philadelphia but has also has traveled around the world and performed his music and just the different uh, approaches to being, you know, both from Philly and what that means uh, fr from a musical standpoint, but also, you know, the experience you get to travel around the world and perform. And he's just a great guy. And uh, I, I'm stoked to follow along his career as he's continued to blow up. So Bandit the Rapper, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. And thank you for the influence that you have on people and uh, just making time for being a guest on the show. Bandit the Rapper, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. I'm excited to have you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. So I will say I, I'm not the most fashionable guy, but I do <laughs> remember certain people's fashions. So you and I met at New York Fashion Week uh, in New York City. I think it was two years ago. And you had this electric light up neon uh, outfit going. And it was it was hard for you not to light up the room, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just I, the goal is to stand out, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think from some of the photos of some of the I, I think I've seen some lime green hair. I think I've seen some red hair. I know we'll talk a little lavender color at some point, too. But, man, you, you come out with some good style. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See, I'm well, doing something right. You remember me. That's that's exactly what do they say? All press is good press, but I think in that circumstance it was very good press. Awesome. You already know. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. Well, seriously, I, I I know it took a little bit for us to get here, but man, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for what you got going on. But you know, this podcast is telling people stories and uh, you know, kind of living living in the moment of what people got going on in life. So I'm excited to hear more about you. I mean, if you don't mind, dude, give it give us the background about your life. Life, your background kind of what brought you up to today i mean before before i even get into that i want to just congratulate you on the podcast man i see i see that you're you're doing a lot of good things and you're giving a good platform so you know i just want to i just want to thank you and also just give you your flowers and tell you that you know we appreciate platforms like this you know well, thank you, man. It's 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 fun. I mean, so this is uh, this is a side business, and not not even a business. It's a side passion project for me, and it's it's one of the coolest things in the world because I get to meet some amazing people like yourself and just get to ask questions. So it's it's a cool thing. So I, I appreciate that, and it's people like yourself willing to say yes and you know give a thirty minute hour long whatever it is just conversation. It's it's fun stuff. So it it, it it's something that makes my day every day, and I hope for the listeners too. So thank you for saying that. Right, right. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah, as far as uh, to answer your question, as far as like where you, you said where it all started from and, you know, um, where, where it's going, like what was the question again? Yeah. So give me give me your life background. I mean, where, where'd you come from? Uh, you know, give the listeners a little bit of kind of kind of, you know, background of who you are and kind of obviously what what led up to what you got going on today. Okay. okay so, yeah, I'm from Philadelphia, PA. Uh, I'm from the nice area of it. But you know, I traveled all around the city, 
And I'm from a city that just is musically inclined and it's just a lot of talented, um, just both, not even just music. We have a lot of actors that come from here. Shout out to Will Smith. And, you know, I just, I, we're a product of our environment and that's not always a negative thing. With me, it was a positive because I, I looked at these guys that were out here being success stories and if they can do it, why can't I? So it just, you know, it was an influence and I just stuck with it. And now <laughs> you got banded the rapper, you know? <laughs> I love that. So, so obviously it's safe to assume as a, as a rapper and a musician, you have a creative element. So where did that first come from? Where did you first sort of, whether it was a moment, whether it was some, you know, some other piece of music or acting or whatever it is, but where was kind of that first inspiration for you to be a creator? Where did that come from? A lot of just watching MTV and, Back in the day, it was The Box. I don't know if you remember The Box. Like, it was a lot VH1. I just watched a lot of music videos and stuff. And I remember, you know, my early days just seeing Prince and Michael Jackson on TV. And it was just so cool. Like, you know, and I just wanted to, I wanted to do it. <laughs> I love it. I fell in I love, love it. with so, music ever since. So was it always was it always rapping? Was it always hip-hop and rapping that was sort of the, the music of inspiration? Hip-hop. Or was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was hip-hop and rap. And then it shifted. Well, actually, no, let me take that back. Because honestly, it was the R&B and pop music. Because like I said, Michael Jackson and Prince were my influences from the, from the very start at, at a very young age. But then it shifted into the hip hop because, uh, you know, we're, we, as, the, as the culture shifted, people shift with it. So I remember the early 90s, well, the late 90s, early 2000s, it was all about hip hop. So, and then I took that influence and then I mixed it back to my roots because again, I, I grew up on the R&B and pop. So now I've, I've, I've been able to be able to mix both together. So now I'm putting the R&B with the rap and mixing it in with a little pop and I'm just having a lot of fun. I'm just creating like a musical gumba. <laughs> like, that's just what I'm doing right now. I love that. In I the love kitchen that. having fun. <laughs> that's amazing so yeah. was your was your sort of first uh was your first taste for rap was it you know the, the the stereotypical guys writing bars on a sheet of paper and then all of a sudden you you start or was there like a moment that somebody was like hey man you got some talent how you know what was the for sort of the transition that went from like i love watching music videos i love listening to music to like wait a minute i can do this too what what, what was that like what's, what's crazy is i had i had a babysitter that was a rapper like she, she would battle rap with her boyfriend and I would hear okay. them rap. No, I'm serious. They would that's, I, that's, that's amazing. Well, I was, was going to comment. I was like, that's an awesome babysitter, by the way. It is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my babysitter would write her little raps and her and her boyfriend would battle rap. And I remember one day coming in and I just, I'm like, man, I could do that. And I wrote my little rap and I came back and I, you know, I spit my little bars. And ever since then, you know, <laughs> it just it sparked that in me, you know. I love that. I love that. So has your um has your uh music influence always been based out of Philadelphia? Obviously, we met in New York Fashion Week, so you've had some influence and probably some shows all around, but has it been predominantly sort of influenced by Philly or has it been all 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 over the place? It's been all over the place, but I Again, Philly is just always going to be, you know, that's hometown. I got a Philadelphia Eagles shirt on right now. 
And yep, even yep. though we lost the Super Bowl, I was about to say I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna let you but I'm how Sunday night went. Not me. <laughs> but I'm still gonna root for the home team, man. I'm still gonna do it. But I love it. You, but yeah, you know, uh, just traveling all over the place. I did. Uh, I was able to pick up on different things and realize that the world was a lot bigger than Philadelphia, and. I just wanted to be able to show that and bring it back home some uh, uh, when I can, you know. I like that. So, growing up being being an athlete, we always had rap music on in the background. I, I I'm a big fan of rap music. I, I there's a wide range and gamut of music that I listen to. As an outsider, you know, you can obviously hear the difference of a uh, somebody who's maybe more of a southern style rapper versus an LA style rapper. As a creative yourself, is that something that like? Can you hear or notice that you had a Philly-inspired music, or is that something that you don't really pay attention to and you just kind of create your own vibe to it, or how how does that work as an artist? Yeah, I it's it's crazy because I never thought that I had a Philly sound until I would go to New York, and I I used to record at uh, Diddy's studio. Uh, Diddy had a studio over there in Manhattan, and I remember. In one of my sessions, they said that I sounded like they, every person that they said I sounded like was a Philly artist. I'm like, you, you can tell you're from Philly. And I was just like, huh? Like, yeah. I, didn't even know we had a, I didn't even know we had an accent to that. Like, you know, like other people, they're like, yo, Philly has an accent. I'm like, do it? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's it's know. funny this this is not even close in comparison but i'm from michigan everybody thinks i'm from florida which i'm like i have no idea what that means i actually think i should take that <laughs> offensively but <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a little you know i guess i guess the slang is different in certain places you know philly we, we like to say john and boy and it's just certain words we use here but yeah uh i can definitely pick up one when i hear rappers i can tell where they're from most of the time yeah, that's cool. So let's, uh, you know, a, a, as a as a rapper today, do you prefer, and this is, again, probably a little bit ignorant of a question, but would you rather like freestyle? Would you rather hit the studio with something you've been working on or would you rather go perform? What would be sort of your, like, where where's the spot that you feel the most at home? That was a good one. Oh, that was a good Come one. Come on, man. I got, I got, I got, I got a team I up like in some way, shape, or form. I like that question. <laughs> you, you just got me. So... <laughs> Uh, it's a tie between writing and performing. Okay. But okay. I'm probably going to lean more with writing because writing is what paid my bills. So, yeah, yeah, I I'm hear you. Yep. <laughs> That's the talk about being the home team. I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Being a songwriter helped me, you know. I, I, I saw the whole world just off of writing music for other people. So, yeah. That's so I, cool. I think, I think it would be writing. All right. So cliche question. First performance, like where would you say you've technically first performed? And then out of all your, out of all your performances, what was the one that blew you away the most? Ooh. Okay. So the very first performance I had, I was actually on the block that I grew up on, that I grew up on and they had like a block party and I performed at that. And it was very, it was love. Like, it was just all love. Everybody enjoyed it. Uh, as far as the most memorable, you said the most memorable, or like my, my most enjoyed performance? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say I did a show in Pottsville, PA. It's not too far from the Poconos. And when I say the crowd went crazy, 
they went crazy. I'm talking, I'm signing, I'm signing autographs, I'm signing sneakers, just taking nonstop pictures with the fans. I loved it. They treated me like, you know what I mean? It, it, it was, it was, it was definitely love in that building. So yeah, those, that, that was the moment for me. I love that. So I totally different world. I, uh, I own a software company and I get asked to occasionally speak at conferences and sometimes it's a 10 minute talk and sometimes it's an hour talk. And I like public speaking, but I definitely get, you know, some nerves beforehand. And when I get up on stage to me, like I, you've met me, I'm like five foot four after yoga. I'm not the tallest guy. So I, I typically, you know, I, I look for humor. Right. And so I, I will typically go towards like, I want to get a first quick win, get a little laughter, and then I'm, I'm at ease and I'm comfortable. The only problem is when you touch off a joke and it doesn't land, then you got to recoup. But right. for you, as a, exactly. And, 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 you know, you learn, you get more comfort, you know, that whole thing. But as a performer, do you have any like sort of you got to just get the initial nerves out, little tricks? Is there anything you kind of default towards that kind of helps you get through the excitement? Or like when you get on, when you get on stage, it's just, it's just fire and you're all good. How, how does that work it's, for you mentally? It's definitely a fire in me when I hit the stage. Yeah. But what really ignites the fire for me is when I get up there and I talk to the audience and they actually interact back. See, I'm, yeah. I'm from a, I'm, I'm cut from a different cloth, as they say. Like, I believe that when you perform, it's more than just going up there. Because a lot of artists seem to, like, it, it almost looks like they're performing for themselves. They get up there, they do a little routine, and that's it. I, I feel as if you're supposed to get up there and actually interact with the audience, you know? Talk to them. Make them talk back, you know? Let's, let's, let's enjoy this moment together. So, yeah, that's definitely... That's definitely a band at the rapper show right there for you. Like, I'm gonna talk to the I'm gonna talk to the crowd. I want them to talk back. Is there is there like a is there like a uh, I don't know how to ask this other than, is there like a pivotal point because like at least I know like stand up comedy like if you're kind of the underground stand up shows like the audience a lot of times is pretty cutthroat and that's why like the people that make it out are like some of the best in the world. But once you sort of make it out of there, then you get an audience and people start to start to give you sort of the uh, benefit of the doubt or kind of laugh at your jokes, even when it, they're not funny to start with performing. Is it kind of like the crowd is a little if you're new and nobody knows you, they kind of by default dislike you until you become popular? Or is it more just like people in your experience are are, are supportive no matter what? It's definitely you, you actually nailed it. You nailed it. It's much <laughs> like with the comedy, like they they don't tend to jump until it's already moving like you have exactly to prove yeah yourself. you yep. have to prove yourself first yeah they're yep. very yep. you know you can't just go up there as a new artist and think that you're going to get a bunch of screaming fans it really doesn't work that way most people are not early adopters <laughs> they like jumping on the bandwagon it's always right. like after after the fact no I, I hear that all right yeah um so let's talk a little bit more about kind of current stuff. So I, I've been I've been following you ever since we had a chance to to meet, and uh, obviously I've been excited to do this podcast for quite some time. But you've got a lot of good stuff going on. So let's talk a little lavender. So tell me, give me give me the latest <laughs> on what that looks like. I know you're doing an '80s inspired. So 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 for the for the people that are not in the yeah. know for the audience, give 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 them a shout on that. So the Lavender Sunset album that is out right now. We're close to a million streams on Spotify, and it's just a it's it's a feel good album. It's it was one of those things that I felt like I felt as if it was experimental, 
and either the people are going to love it or hate it. You know, I'm, I'm putting the 80s wig on. I'm dressing like I'm from the 80s. It was either you were going to understand it or you were going to take it as a joke. And the people loved it. And, you know, I, I love them for it. You know, like it just it's just one of those things. And it it's it's definitely going to be one of those moments in my career that I'm going to always remember because it was a matter of just taking that leap of faith and just believing in yourself because I could have easily played it safe because there's not too many rappers that jump into a whole other genre. Like that's an electronic album that I released. I, I don't know too many rappers that have, that have tried that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> it's a switch up. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a shift. And what's crazy is that shift worked in my, worked in my favor because it got me on the billboard charts. It got me on the iTunes charts. So I'm just, you know, I'm just grateful. Just counting the blessings at this point, you know? Do you pay attention as like an artist and, and maybe this is your perspective or others, but do you pay attention to sort of the modern flair of what people are liking? Or is it more just like, Hey, this is the music I'm going to put out. I don't really care what people are into or they're not, but this is, this is kind of what I like and what, what's, what's most important to me. Or do you sort of mend to what the current popularity is into? You know, I, I want to say that I don't, but I don't want to lie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. Not, yeah, you got to go with the trends. I get like, it. I, get I don't want to lie on this podcast, you know. So, yeah, it, it, I do pay attention. It, do I ignore it at times? Yes, because I feel as if when I listen to the new stuff, it's we know good music and we know things that are going to stay. And a lot of that stuff is just trendy. It's just going to be here for, you know, it's here for the day and going tomorrow. And yep. that's not what I'm and that's not what I'm in this to do. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's just <laughs> how I take it, you know. I like that. So out of uh out of all the out of all the projects you're working on right now, um obviously congrats on uh coming up on a million uh streams. That's huge. That's gotta feel good. Thank you. What's what's the one you know that, that you're putting your heart and soul into the most you're most excited about? You know, kind of what, 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 obviously for whatever you're comfortable sharing, what, what's the thing you're, you're most excited about right now? Um, upcoming, up, yeah. upcoming, I am very excited to release this new record that I have with Snoop Dogg. So, yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's that. Okay. Every, everybody, everybody's going to stay tuned and get excited about that. I like that. I, exactly. <laughs> That's, yeah, but, yeah, yeah my That's record cool. with Snoop is going to be, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. And I promise. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get it out as soon as possible. That's good stuff. Hopefully I like by that. The summer. Awesome, man. Um, out of uh, is is there like a uh, is there like a dream stage or type of performance that like in your life that you're most excited about? Like, if if somebody asks you to, hey, like we want you to perform in front of this crowd or we want you to, you know, uh, perform at, at at this, you know, this venue. Yeah, is there? I want to do Coachella. I like that. Oh, come yeah, on. I, with some, some connections. Get I was about to say with some, with some of the listeners, I think we might be able to make that happen. That's what I want to do. All right. All right. Let me see if, uh, let me see if I can pull some strings on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. So, you know, bandit, the whole, the whole podcast is about purpose, passion, calling. So for you, like, what's the, what's the point of all this? Like what, 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 like, what's the legacy that you want to live? Uh, you want to leave both with music, but also like your guy outside of your rap music, your guy outside of hip hop, your guy outside of being a musician, like what's the legacy, both in the context of music, but also like as a man that you want to, you want to, you want to leave. I'm just here to break generational curses. 
I, I, I want my family, I want my kids' kids to not have to do the struggles that not even just me, but family before me had to go through. And if that means I have to put out a hundred records a month and make sure that they, you know what I mean? That they do what they do and the publishing is right. So that that way they can, you know, they can do well. And if I got to set up a bunch of businesses for them and that's what I'm going to have to do, you know what I mean? I love that. I love that. Um, <clears throat> Bandit, my favorite question on the planet is uh, what gets people out of bed in the morning? And the whole premise behind that is like, obviously kind of, kind of what you just, what you just alluded to, but uh, behind just the hard work you put in uh, probably some of the painful moments, but also some of the amazing moments you get to live. Like, you know, what's, what's, what's the driving point for you and what could, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Family, family, just, you know, and just knowing that I've, I've lost a lot of friends and family that are close to me and to know that, they weren't able to make another day and I'm able to, you know, I'm blessed to be able to wake up that day. I'm going to get up and give it my all. So I love that. That's a good word, man. That's a good word. Um, Bandit, uh, is there anything you want me to, uh, well, first off, is there anything you want to leave the audience with? But secondly, um, you know, it is, uh, we'll include show notes. We'll include uh, some of your latest work as well too. Um, but for awesome. people that People that want to, you know, follow along uh, with what you got going on, uh, obviously, uh, we'll include Apple Music and Spotify. But, uh, you know, is there any any way that you want people to reach out to you or connect with you or follow along? What's the best way for them to do that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Instagram, Twitter, all of the social medias. I, I believe I'm on just about every single thing. Cool. Uh, and just, you know, hit me with a DM. I, I love to, you know, chat with people. I want to I want to get input. And I, you know, I don't feel like I'm a know-it-all. <laughs> Tell me something new. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a good word. Well, anything else you want to leave the audience with? Yeah, uh, just just stick to your dreams. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't do something. Because trust me, you can do something. But you got to believe in it first. Because ain't nobody going to put in the work for you. You got to do it. And once you put that work in, trust me, you'll get the reward. No risk, no reward. <laughs> I love that. That's good stuff. Well, Bandit the Rapper, seriously, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. I'm excited about this. You're a good man, and uh, I'm excited to continue to follow along with your career. This is good stuff, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Matt. I appreciate you. And keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate the whole whole team over there. Shout out to Wedge. You already know. Y'all got my, y'all got my support no matter what. I'm a phone call <laughs> away, Matt. I love that. Right back at you, man. Thank you. You just listened to an amazing episode on the Matt Baxter show. It had nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the guests that I have and the stories that we get to tell and the smack talking we get to have. So if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes that you've listened to, feel free to subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Check us out at themattbaxtershow.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Matt C. Baxter, Twitter, or Facebook as well, too. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, whether it's through an email on the website or whether it's through any of the social platforms. I do my best to get back to people as soon as I can. But thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoy. Feel free to send feedback in any way. And don't be afraid to share the Map Baxter Show. We're very excited to have you as a listener and hope you continue to listen as well. Thanks a ton. Bye-bye. <music>